Have you ever worried that your art might actually become not a vehicle of worship to the Lord, but actually an idol in your life? Well, I got that question this week from a, a listener, and we're going to dive into that question here today on 5-Minute Mentoring. Have you ever wanted to have someone in your life who you could ask real questions about your art, your business, and even your walk with the Lord? Well, that's exactly what we do every Friday here on 5-Minute Mentoring, where I answer one question from one of my awesome podcast listeners in order to help you start really thriving as the artist you know God created you to be. Hey there, my friend. So glad that you're with me here on the podcast today. You know, if you love making art as much as I do, it's really easy sometimes to start thinking, hey, is is this thing taking a, a place of preeminence in my life where it's actually crowding out my love for Jesus and, and my desire to worship Him? Is it actually becoming an, an idol in my life? I don't know if you've ever thought about that, but a lot of people do. In fact, my friend Tina, who's one of our podcast listeners, she asked me that very question this week. Hi, Matt. My name is Tina, and I'm from Jennings, Florida. My question for you is, I am on full disability. I'm only 58. I have lots of life still left in me, and I'm painting constantly. And I want to find out, how do you know when it possibly you're you're putting your painting before God, uh, maybe even having it be a sin because of the where you're putting it in your life? Just curious your thoughts on that. Well, hey, thanks a lot, Tina, for your question. I totally get where you're coming from. Again, we love making art. We love doing the thing that God's called us to do, but there can always be that that question inside, you know, is this thing taking a place of preeminence in my life? So the first thing I would I want to say just as a caveat, all right, is sometimes, you know, the enemy will disguise himself <laughs> as wisdom and uh, when it's really just plain old fear. And a lot of what you're asking today, you know, kind of comes out in, in my mind of that place. Oh, I don't want to mess it up. Oh, I, don't, I just want to make sure everything's right. Oh, it sounds like kind of a very fear-based way to ask the question, like, unless you do it exactly like this, or unless you do it right, or unless I get exact permission to do this much and not that much, then I'm somehow going to do it wrong. And listen, I just want to say to you, first of all, and to everybody, I really believe that God cares so much more that we create than what we create or even how much we create. I believe that it brings God a lot of joy when we do the thing that he's called us to do. It's like that beautiful quote I included in uh, Unlocking the Heart of the Artist from St. Irenaeus that says, the glory of God is man fully alive. That is, as you do the thing that God's called you to do uniquely and beautifully, Nothing else could bring greater glory to him than when you do that. So that's a mindset shift, first of all, instead of having this idea of, oh, I don't want to do it wrong. Oh, I don't want to mess it up. Oh, do I have permission to do it this much? Oh, you know, that sort of thing. I want you to have this really solid, confident heart and belief in your heart that says, yeah, when I do this thing, it's what God designed me for. And that brings him glory. All right. Number two, I want you to realize that art for most of us is actually a means of grace. That is, it's how we experience the grace and the love and the manifest presence of God in our life, not only for ourselves, but also how God releases his nature in and through our lives to others. 
And so again, it's such a beautiful, beautiful picture of how God's wanting to bring us into this process in our art of both affecting our life and affecting others. And again, nothing's going to bring him greater glory than for you to be able to do the thing that, that he's called you to do. The third thing I would say is this, art for all of us who are believers should never be the entire focus, art for art's sake, or never be the place that you know we set above our relationship with the Lord. Again, art is a vehicle through which we experience the love of God, through which we hear His voice, through which we allow His beauty and His life and His life to flow through us, all right? That when it becomes an idol, when anything becomes an idol in your life, not just art, but but anything, three things really come to mind. Num- number one, that idol becomes the place that you begin to focus on, and it becomes an object of your worship, all right? If that becomes the focus as opposed to your relationship with the Father. Number two, it becomes a source of identity. Are you receiving your identity? That is what you believe about yourself and who you are and what's possible. Are you are you receiving that from your performance and your productivity and your talent as an artist? Or are you receiving that from the Lord? And then three, it, it becomes the place that we receive power. Again, in an idle sort of situation, we believe that that thing that we do or that thing that we have set in front of or on top of our relationship with the Lord, that's the place that we get power from. When I create art, then I feel like who I'm supposed to be. Then I feel like a real person. Then I feel empowered, all right? Again, that's when you start to realize, hey, this thing is starting to take more of a life of its own and separate me from the Lord as opposed to actually drawing me uh, close. So anything that's superseding your relationship with Jesus and his lordship in your life absolutely can become an idol. And you just always want to make sure that you see these beautiful things, these gifts that God gives us, not as the end in themselves, but as the vehicle through which God not only transforms our life, but uses our life and uses the work of our hands to transform others. Hey, Tina, thanks for your question. I love, love, love getting questions from you guys. Of course, you can always go to matttommymentoring.com forward slash podcast, and you can leave me a message as well. We listen to them every week, and the ones that we think um, have the opportunity to, to speak to the most people here on the podcast all over the world, I'll take the opportunity to answer it, just like I did Tina's today. Hey, my friend, thanks for being on. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. All right, bye-bye.